Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah, <laughs> I have a hard time with a lot of that uh, picture that Chris just painted right there. But I think the thing that kind of jumps out at me the most is you addressing Lady Slee as Little Lady. I'm, yeah. I'm guessing you probably have a nickname for her. You know, most people, partners do. Uh, but Little Lady seems unlikely. Am I wrong? Yeah, probably if I said, uh, hey, little lady, let's watch Braveheart, she'd say, hey, uh, little idiot, why don't you uh, work your way back to Silver Lake for a couple of days, huh? What do you think? Yeah, that seems uh, – that's a little – little lady would result in me getting punched at home. If if, if I went with, with something like that, that would not uh, – that would not end Jeff, well. Do you yes, have a Pidbury. black eye? <laughs> yeah, well, what'd you do, little lady eater? <laughs> I'll go with Susan. Susan. Susan's a good way to do it. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Uh, OBJ, he did throw a great pass. That was on the money, Al. Yeah. yeah. O- o- Odell Beckham just absolutely dropped it in the bucket. That was that was a throw that Jared Goff didn't make in five years in L.A., and OBJ put it on the money's one for one. It was terrific. Well, and just an overall, you know, just a, a really nice game for him. He had fantastic impact, obviously had the uh, touchdown. It was the first touchdown that he scored, right? That, that was yep. the Back first touchdown corner. of the game. Uh, and almost had a second one when he taken down to the two-yard line or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, he was impactful, and I think a player like Odell Beckham, who when he first came to the Rams, remember at that point, Woods was still around, and he hadn't had that injury. And the question was, okay, well, how much impact is Beckham really going to have on this team? And then overnight it turned to, uh, yeah, you're going to have to be a pretty big punch in this offense because you're actually taking place or or taking um, uh, the spot of somebody that was incredibly impactful. And I think in his – this was kind of lost in the shuffle. It was also Odell Beckham's first playoff game uh, last night. As much as the conversation was all about Matt Stafford and what Stafford going to do, Beckham had a great game. He really did, and it was incredibly impactful. And I'm I'm sure for many Rams fans, that was a breath of fresh air to see his impact. I, I learned an important lesson last night, and I'm being sincere when I say yep. this: um, don't believe everything you see in here. D- don't don't believe that sometimes what the guy that everybody is saying is a lunatic is right. Right that that when the Rams made the deal for Beckham. I, I was, you know, let's go back to Gio who called earlier. He's like, oh, you didn't like the, you know, the shirts. And those things. I, I kind of give you my reaction in the moment. And, and the, the moment that the Rams acquired Odell Beckham Jr., I was like, yeah, I don't think this is a bad deal, but I don't know if they need him or not. I don't know how much good football is, is left in that guy. It's been a long time since he's been an impact player. And I fell into the traps, Lee. I fell into the trap of what the Browns were trying to put out there. I fell into the trap of what people that talk about this stuff all the time. Oh, well, you know, if he, if he was a good player, they'd get him the ball, this stuff. It wasn't his problem. You know, thank goodness he's here, number one, because you mentioned Robert Woods goes down. So they, uh, they go from having him as a luxury to they have to have him as a necessity. Mm-hmm. And he got up to speed fast, Al. And the only way you get up to speed like that is if you're a really good football player. 
and you spend a lot of time studying and you spend a lot of time practicing and you really just understand it on a really deep, deep level the way that he clearly does. He makes tough catches. He makes hard catches. The reason that Odell Beckham did not play well in Cleveland had nothing to do with Odell Beckham. It had to do with the, the the Browns front office being bad, the Browns quarterbacks being bad, the Browns coaches not knowing how to use them. Because the second Sean McVay got his hands on him, the second Matthew Stafford got to start throwing him the ball, Odell Beckham Jr. is that guy that we saw in New York a million years ago making circus catches and impacting games. He is really, really good still. Couldn't have been more wrong about that one. All right, today's uh, stat hero of the day is Odell Beckham Jr. So OBJ is the first person in postseason history to both receive a 30-yard-plus catch and throw a 30-yard-plus uh, ball. Um, he also had uh, our uh, – I think there was a point where he had more uh, from – he, he had 40 yards and Kyler Murray had 28, like halfway yeah. through the third quarter. Yeah, At the was, point uh, of that throw, he yes. had more yards than Kyler Murray. <laughs> That says a little bit of Kyler Murray as well. Stat Hero, the exclusive Daily Fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sliwa Show. Stat Hero is the first ever Daily Fantasy sports book that gives the player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710ESPN for a 100% deposit match. Can I Let me add one thing here to this OBJ thing that you just mentioned. Yeah. Listen, I, I think you can you can fall into a narrative, right? The, the Browns are trying to paint Odell Beckham in a certain way. Maybe to an extent, it's some of that conversation is fair. But this is where I, I really think the question comes down to is the organization you play for, Trav. I, I mean, just think – it's so incredibly – do you remember there was a moment, and I'm going to go uh, – and I'm sure, Taylor, you're going to know what I'm talking about on this one. Remember DeMarcus Cousins with the Sacramento Kings? And there was this picture painted on DeMarcus Cousins. Man, this guy's an issue. Look at this guy. You can't lead a franchise with this with this individual. There are certain franchises that make certain individuals look uh, much worse than they really are. And then there are certain franchises that are going to prop players up because they have. It's a good. The environment is good. You know what also Culture. makes Odell. You know what also makes Odell a good player with the Rams. You're not depending on Odell. You're not. Yeah. You got you got Cooper Cup. You have other options all over the place. We were just talking about Sony Michelle and Cam Akers getting over 100 yards rushing the ball. What what also will help a, a, somebody like Odell Beckham is it's not like you're the only target. It's not like defenses are able to stack up on Odell. That's not the case. Everywhere you look, there's other um, there's other options out. There's other firepower. So I only bring that up because I think it's a perfect combination of the two. He needed a different environment. The Rams needed a player like him, and they're both not just relying on each other. There's all these other options as well. Uh, look, I'm in the bag, okay? I, I, I'm in the bag for Sean McVay. I fully admit it. I fully admit it. But when you see something like this happen, this is why. How many coaches decide, I can't, I can't, I, this doesn't work with this guy. And then and, and McVay's like, I'll take him. Bring him over here. I, 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 I think I it's more it common. It's, it's more common than you think. Like I, I think, can, can I use Tampa as an example of sure. grabbing a couple? Can't you use the Patriots as an example of uh, Pittsburgh? Will take. There's certain look, environments. Look the These are all good environments. Yep. It, it, and it also Mike Tom. Here's what you just mentioned: Mike mm -hmm. Tomlin, Bill Belichick, Bruce Arians, Sean McVay. Mm -hmm. what, th those guys are in charge, man. Let, let me ask you this: Good ownership, you, good front offices. There's, I mean, it's it's a trickle down effect too. Do, do you get the sense that Cliff Kingsbury has a firm grip of what's going on in that building? No. No, that, that game plan last night they put together, it didn't make any sense at all, right? And the Rams just hammered them. You look at Dallas. 
and what happened to them at the end of the game. Good example. You you yep. look you look at the Raiders over the last whatever it's been, you know, twenty five years and all the guys that have gone through there. It's just Jacksonville can't find a guy, you know, you get Urban Meyer, it gets worse that you need that guy over there. I use Chargers as an example too, because they've had so many coaches over the years as well. Yeah, and, and the Chargers are so dumb that even when they had good coaches, they fired those guys. Yeah. Right? The, the Chargers had a guy go 14-2, and two and they yep. fired him. Mm-hmm. Do you know how bad of an idea that is? Do you know how hard it is to go 14-2 and two in an NFL season? Yeah, fire him. Why? He lost the play. Okay. But he went 14-2. and two. He obviously has a, a, a grip on this thing. And this is why the Rams are where they are. That, that this is not just, hey, we got Matthew Stafford. Hey, Aaron Donald's going to go to the Hall of Fame. And Jalen Ramsey's a great player. All of that's incredibly important. But you got a guy. You got to know. Have a guy that knows how to make the meal, and and this guy knows how to make the meal. He knows how to put all the pieces together. And you give him a little Odell Beckham spice, that's a pretty good meal. That you can take this thing out and slide this thing in. It's just it was a, it was a fantastic performance by him. Let's try a very quick phone call here. Let's and go one to Manuel. More, one more example. One more yeah. example. And this is gonna just kind of go off the Dodgers. You know, like that's another example. Perfect. A player that's Perfect. not doing well somewhere else. I mean, you kind of mentioned it all the time during the season, whether it was Chris Taylor or it was uh, Max Muncy. It's like Justin players Turner. who – what's that? Justin Turner was almost out Justin of baseball Turner. when the Dodgers picked him up. So, anyways, that's uh, just kind of falls along those lines and, as well. And you're right. It starts at the very top, and then it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a good deal. If your ownership is good, if your coaching staff is good, the rest of it kind of falls into place. Manuel Gardena, what's up, Manuel? Hey, what's up, fellas? Uh, so I want to get to the Rams real quick, but the Lakers, man, nah, bro, no credit yet. They, this is finals, championship, or bust. I ain't falling into that trap. So, uh, but as far as the um, the Rams, man, I have to give them full on respect. Even though, like, I'm with Marco. I mean, basically, they they still got to keep proving it, but. Um, I'll tell you, there was two things yesterday that I knew the Rams were going to win, all right? First off was when DeMarco came on and said that that cat Chandler Jones was spouting off and told him, hey, I'm sorry that your quarter- for what I'm going to do to your quarterback, and then promptly goes out and is a no-show. So I knew that was going to happen. Yeah, probably not, not a good idea. Probably not a good idea to run your mouth. But yep. here's the one thing. When Travis said this beauty, and this was literally, I wrote it down. This is how good it was. This was a chicken wings commercial, and he said, you can eat 20 of them before you even realize you got started. I knew right then that that was the real Travis and the Rams were going to win. All right? So just wanted to share that with you guys. You got it, Manuel. Thank you. I did say that. The tailgate tip of the day, the Coors Light tailgate tip of the day, usly. I talked a little wings, and it's true. Sometimes you get started, and they're so good, you're just tearing through them. You don't, you don't realize how many you had until the plate's empty. <laughs> uh, that, that, you're looking at me like that's never happened to you. Is that a Travis thing exclusively? Like, how many? Hey, what happened to the wings? Uh, you ate them all. No, I didn't. Uh, they, they just set them down. It's impossible. I couldn't have eaten them all. No, I you ate did. the bones, too. <laughs> oh, okay. Just, okay. I'm glad you said that. Yep. Can we can we stipulate, or all four of us, Emily Taylor, Alan Slee with Travis Rogers, mm-hmm. we can stipulate that a boneless chicken wing doesn't exist, right? That's just a nugget, right? We're all we're all on the same page. I'm not saying they're bad. It, it's fine. A chicken nugget is, is they're good. battered oh, differently. Yeah. That's why they're different than a chicken nugget. So a boneless no, wing no, is battered no, no. differently. It, Emily, by definition, it's not a wing. It a, a wing has yeah. bones in it. That trust me, I don't this know. is you, What's you're you're, comp? you're getting some feathers on them too. Yeah. 
Huh? I don't know if I have another example. Wings have feathers on them, too. Yeah, I understand that, but they, they, the wings have, you have the drummy, you have the That's flat. Awesome. This is not chicken nuggets, right? You can you can take a, a chopped up chicken piece yep. and bread it and fry it and put it in wing sauce. It's a nugget. It's good, but it's not a wing. And, and I feel very strong. It. But it's made out of the same meat, isn't it? When we come As back, can we get then the is, a, is, is a chicken salad a chicken, a chicken wing? Yes. This is, this is <laughs> ridiculous. What's in a chicken nugget? No, well, you probably would prefer not to know. It's everything. But they're right? good. That's why they fry it because it's so delicious. They get it all crispy. I'm and a bullet wing fan. <laughs> oh, of course, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> you it. and I—I I don't think we've agreed on a single food thing. This is not a surprise that you I, put it to this way. I have never been more sure that I'm right about anything in my life than your boneless wing take is bad. I'm just going to tell you that. The rest of it, and we can leave negotiate. all the boneless wings for this me. Part, Thank you, you can have them. You can have them. We should go get wings. You get the boneless ones, and I'll get the real ones. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. All right, so this question was kind of wild yesterday. Makes a lot more sense now, Al. Rams against the Niners or the Packers? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. People are fired up about wings with bones, without bones. Taylor went Switzerland in this whole battle. He just like, hey, look, uh, as long as we can all agree they taste good, I, I just uh, that's the only part that I want to make sure is right. Uh, now he's going Switzerland. He's right about that, by the <laughs> yeah. way, he is right about that. Yeah, well, Al, again, you, you guys, Emily and I care about this far more than the rest of you. Emily and I are far more invested in this stuff. Uh, this is from Matthew. He writes, Trav, is anyone really surprised that the person who leaves her pizza out of the fridge likes boneless wings? Emily, hey, the floor hey. is yours. Hey, it's okay. So I did this again this weekend because I, after I had, you know, the fun night on Saturday night, I ordered a pizza at like 1 a.m., and I uh, woke up the next day, and I had more of it for breakfast the next day. And I don't have to go out to the kitchen to get my pizza. It's in the floor in my room. It's great. This it's is, on the floor? This is just, yeah, it's on the floor in my room. Where else am I going to put it? On my I don't bed? know, on your desk? <laughs> on some, something. I don't have a desk. Oh, my goodness. This yeah, is so good. this is all just getting great. Emily Emily eats food like okay. a like a grown-up woman. That's Wait, exactly I, how I, she let, eats let it. Me, let me throw in. Let me just give you a great example on this. Uh, Sunday night, I think Trav, I told you, went to a uh, a place, grabbed some wood fire pizza, blah blah blah. Okay, had some leftovers. Okay, Emily, throw that bad boy in the oven, three hundred and seventy five degrees. This is if you have the patience, and I don't always have the patience. It ruins it, but, and I don't but, have the patience. But pizza in the oven, reheated, it's got a crisp to the bottom. The yep. crust is solid. The cheese is melted perfectly. I'm telling you, Emily, there is there's nothing better than it. So, I, or you I, let it taste like cardboard after you set it out. Well, not, so it's so Emily, but no, I think I you're think missing it's... the step where you actually put it in the refrigerator and not leave it on the floor okay. before you pop okay. it in the oven. So now we know why I had ants this summer too. Yeah, I eat in my room way too much. I, I want to get into this because you, you you dropped a couple of breadcrumbs here that I'm interested in. 
1 a.m. You picked up the phone and ordered pizza, which so I want to. I, I know back, DoorDash. I, obviously, I want to back this out a little bit. How how aggressive were you at this winery? Like no, this I mean, it was like wineries. A really long day that turned into a very long pizza filled night. It was wineries, and then my friends and I went out on my street. So like we went oh, to wineries. Okay. Then we went out on my street. And so my street is like super cool, has a lot of fun bars and stuff. So I uh, stopped there. And then my friends Ubered home and I walked to my house and I ordered a pizza on my walk back to my house. And <laughs> then I had a couple pieces of pizza and I went to bed. It was I, a great night. I'm, I'm not, look, I'm not mad at you. I don't know why I'm, I'm sounding so defensive about it. It's, it's, it was a fun time, guys. I'm yeah, 25. No. I'm allowed to do this thing. I, I like the. the hard now, when was the last time you ordered food past midnight? Uh, past midnight. Yesterday after the Laker game? <laughs> no, but I did eat like it was Thanksgiving after the Lakers game yesterday. Uh, You're I'm excited. trying to think they won here. a game, big game. I'm trying to think of when I ordered past midnight. It's been a little while. It's not like I'm not hitting a 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, you know, something oh, on sure. those lines. Oh, sure. Oh, no, no, no. Past I, midnight. Don't get me wrong. I, yeah. I'm not the guy that, oh, it's past 630. I'm not eating the rest of the night. I, I, I just, I'm so lazy I can't wait past midnight. If I need mm-hmm. something at midnight, we're going PB and J or or a bowl of cereal or something in the cupboard. I don't have the patience to wait for uh, the door. But I, if, if I was up. in Emily's spot, a couple things could have happened. I would have on my walk home. Hey, is there a taco shop that's open mm-hmm. or the pizza thing as well? That's mm-hmm. you know. By, by the way, there's a lot of those places just serving pies by the slice or whatever the case is. You can walk into those, grab a couple slices. Unfortunately, that was closed, but yes. <laughs> can we agree that two I is the have. proper number? Like, it's 1 a.m., you're shutting it down for the yeah. night, you're walking by, the pizza place is open. Hey, two is just, the right uh, number, but know, they're, not Costco, they're not Costco, right. like, thick like that. <laughs> but just those kind of New York-style pizzas, two is yeah. the perfect Two is the perfect number. Also, I just got a text from, wait, I got a text from Greg Bergman. He said, yes, exclamation, do not Heat back up pizza. So I have someone on my side. All right, you don't heat up back. He don't heat back up the pizza. I, I don't know. If he's I, I don't. I don't get that cold pizza. But cold pizza is not too, an Al. issue. Cold pizza. Like, I, can I get this. I, yeah. I, 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 I'm with you mostly, Al. Like I understand reheating the pizza never in the microwave. The oven is the best way to do. It. By the way, that that pan where you just put it in a frying pan and warm it up. That's a great way to do it it's too. Amazing as well. So much I, effort. I, I'm. I, I. That's true too. But I just I put it in a toaster and lost it's a lot not of cheese. Worse. Yeah, well, of course. Look, yeah. there's there's going to be some <laughs> collateral damage. This is this is how pizza eating past midnight. Where's is, the pepperoni? Is go. Literally inside of this bar cage of the toaster. That's what it is. <laughs> All right. Um, Rams are a game away from the NFC Championship. Mm-hmm. The other half of the draw, 49ers. Rams are 0 and 6 against the Niners in their last 3 seasons mm-hmm. and the Packers are the number 1 seed and they play in a place that may have one of the best home field advantages in all of the NFL. It's yeah. going to be cold, it's outside, mm-hmm. all of those things. And 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 they're really really good. Number 1 seed, best record in the NFL. I'm here to tell you I think I'd rather go into Lambeau Field and play the Packers than host the San Francisco 49ers at SoFi Stadium in the NFC Championship game because if the Rams can beat Tampa. And by the way, they can. I'm not saying it's a layup. It's not like what happened last night. It's not going to be like that, but the Rams are certainly good enough to beat Tampa. I don't know if I wouldn't rather go to Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, 10 degrees, than deal with a team that has, that I, I haven't beaten in three years. I, I, it just seems like a much the, the Niners are a bad, as good of a matchup as the Arizona Cardinals were, that's how bad of a matchup the Rams are with the Niners. 
give me the pack. I, I understand what you're saying. I understand the – if just use it as an example. If the Niners beat the Packers over the weekend and Rams went to Tampa and handled business, can you imagine the swagger that the 49ers are walking into SoFi Stadium with? Can you imagine right. – if you thought that was a lopsided fan base, and let's just say it's 50-50 going into that game, there's that many Niner fans. Why wouldn't there be? They're a game away from the Super Bowl, um, which, would, by the way, would be at SoFi. I get the concept of that. Um, I don't think the Niners, again, pass the Packers. I think the Packers are, no question about it, the most dangerous team, at least in the NFC. We'll see what happens at the AFC. But, it's, again, this goes back to, you're playing at Lambeau. There's a certain style that you're going to have to play. It's not going to be you – better, you better hope that smash-mouth football that Cam Akers kind of brought a little bit of yesterday. Sony Michelle, you better hope that running game is in full effect. Um, I would rather play, if I am the Los Angeles Rams, I'd rather be at SoFi playing the Niners than have to go walk into Lambeau. But it seems almost – it seems – like such a distant conversation because you got Tom Brady this weekend. It's tough to kind of comprehend all that. Like I'm almost not ready for it, but you can ask the question to Rams fans, who are you, who are you rooting for? Because the game on their game is on Saturday, right? So are you basically rooting for the Niners or are you rooting for the Green Bay Packers? And that, that obviously is a scenario that will play out a day before. Look, if the Rams couldn't punch their ticket up 17 to nothing, I, I don't like their chances against that team. And I know that Jimmy G, what are they, like one in 80 in that situation with, with over the last several years that it was the one in a million shot that came in. I get it. And, and I don't even think, Al, that you said, you know, it's going to be half 49er fans if, in fact, that's the way it goes, right? If the Rams win and the Niners win, the NFC Championship game would be back at SoFi Stadium. Yep. I don't think we'd get a similar situation. I think a lot of those Rams fans that probably did sell their tickets to 49er fans because, look, I can offset the cost of my season ticket package yep. or whatever it might be. Yep. This is a playoff game. I want to go see my squad. Money talks, I, I, Look, Money talks. No, no, I, I understand. <laughs> those Niner I, fans I, are going to be throwing whatever, hey, whatever it takes. <laughs> let me in here. Let me in I'm here. I'm not saying that you can't find a number that I'm going to say yes to. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying that, that that's not there. What hey, I'm saying I, is I that number that is a really lot. really passionate. Here's is, X amount of dollars. Hey, can I buy your, your Rams tickets? No, you're a Niner fan? What? I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll give you a double face. Get out of here. It's a play. It's the NFC Championship game. Look, how about this? How about I give you four times face? What are you not understanding? This is the NFC Championship game. This is my team. SoFi Stadium, a game away from the Super Bowl. How about I give you enough money to pay for your entire season ticket package next year? Enjoy the game. Enjoy the game. <laughs> Have a nice night. You know, we're, we'll get there. <laughs> we will definitely get there. That's the way that it goes. All right, I knew I knew this was going to happen. Let's go to Pico Rivera and Michael. He has uh, pizza takes. Michael, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? How's it going, guys? Hilarious show. Uh, I just want to give a quick take on the pizza. Uh, have you guys ever had Shakey's Pizza? Yeah. Yes. That, that reheated in the oven is amazing. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever done that, but there are certain pizzas you can't do that with. But Shakey's is just one of those pieces because it it's thicker. It has, like, a little bit more sauce to it. So I think it's based off the sauce because the sauce gives it a nice little texture when you when you reheat it in the oven. But other than that, if it's, like, some cheap, thin pizza, yeah, don't reheat that. Just eat it. Okay, have <laughs> Michael, I, I, I've told you guys, too, that I don't like sauce on my pizza, right? If, this is getting worse. I really, like, I really, I, I don't like sauce on my pizza. Like I like white sandwich. sauce on my pizza. Cheese sandwich. This is just what I like to eat. I'm not asking anybody else to eat this. It's Fair just enough. what I order. But. Fair enough. But okay, let, Emily, let's just. I, I want to try to take. 
I want to try to take emotion out of this, and I want to talk to you analytically. If Can you at least stipulate that floor pizza that's been out all night with no cheese, cold, is probably not for everybody? Yes. I'm just saying <laughs> this is how Emily rolls. Okay. And, that's fine. Uh, I'm, that's great. Look, I, I deeply respect that you are like, this is this is me. This is what I'm doing. This is how I'm meeting it. Uh, have you had Shakey's, Emily? I know you're relatively new to Southern California. I, yeah, I, I have Shakey's had Shakey's. I like LA it. exclusive. Yeah, yeah it's it not LA bad. Exclusive. I like it. It's good. That was the spot. Al, what was your spot? I guarantee you there was one. I guarantee you, Taylor, you had one too. Your spot after Little League or soccer or basketball where the team would go and eat pizza and play video games. Because for me, it was Shakey's in Arcadia on Foothill Boulevard. That was the spot. What was the spot for you? In San Diego's round, round table. We used to go to a round <laughs> table out there. <laughs> yep. Yep. You'd yeah. go play video games. Emily, did you have post-water polo? We're going here to eat pizza. Well, it wasn't pizza. It was always uh, it was always cookout uh, on, okay. on the East Coast. Uh, so definitely a great place. Taylor, you had a spot too right? in Iowa. What town? I know you're an Iowan, but tell me the town again. I know only one I know is Des Moines and Clorinda. You're gonna have to help me. Okay, now I know three. It's called Eagle Grove. Eagle Grove. Yeah, about three thousand people. But we went to Godfather's Pizza. Oh, that's old school. Yeah. There you go. See, everybody's got the spot. Shakey's, put it in the oven. Good to go. Travis Lee's brought to you by Goodyear. With you for every mile on the road to greatness. Um, any sort of connectivity out in what we saw yesterday with the Lakers. Can the Lakers finally, for the first time, kind of stack a few of these things together after their best win of the season? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Jorge weighing in on this this debate. He's saying on that, that walk home that Emily had uh, after a night partying with her friends, you guys would go to a taco spot and probably get Asada, and then he has the number six. Yeah, if they're the little street tacos, six is probably the right number. Uh, Al, no, look, no, no, you no. and I. Do you know what the six stands for? Didn't number he rank? Six. I know, yeah, that's, he that's insane. That's ranked Connie Asada number six Look, on his list. I, I trust Jorge on a lot of things, but mm-hmm. that that one is one I just don't – especially late at night, I'm going to have to hit the thing I know I'm going to like. I can't experiment at that point. I was going to get burrito tacos. Safe. That's what I would get. I would get Those burrito tacos because there's a really good taco uh, burrito taco truck on my street, so that's probably what I would have done if I wanted tacos. Okay, so w- was it last week we talked about that I'm not a Venmo guy, right? I, th- I think that was last week. Yeah. Um, yes. 
I, I could be super late to this game. I, I don't know. I just noticed it last night as I was leaving SoFi. Um, you know, they have just the army of hot dog vendors as you walk out of the stadium, right? All the, just like uh, crypto. Same thing. Yeah, same, walk same, out same and thing. there's 44 stations waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, I like the guy that sets up like another quarter mile down the road. He's like, maybe you survived the first wave of saying no, but I'm going to get you. I like the strategy. <laughs> I do too. There, I like there's the two, a little you know, thing where they, uh, they, they kind of clip the tongs together. They kind of get your attention. I'm like, what was that right there? What was that noise? <laughs> Got me on that. And okay. they're moving the onions around, and they're doing it. I'm like, this is a this is a show here. They're salespeople. They're like Benny Hanna. They're independent Benny Hanna chefs yeah. only with hot dogs. Um, those guys are like on Payless now. You can do Venmo and Zelle. Like they have yeah. all their numbers up. I had mm. no idea. It was Avoid the COVID. Last night. Uh, yeah, and then I started thinking, well, that's weird. I'm like, oh, nobody actually wants to touch each other. But then I did the next step of. This guy's been touching my hot dog that he's going to hand me all day long. I'm I'm afraid of handing him a five dollar bill. Like what? What are we trying to event, prevent also, here? I don't understand. Also, Venmo is just so much more like convenient and like just no. To, it's stop. I don't stop. I don't carry it around in the cash. Oh, okay. I don't well, know that's the last that's, a, that's an Emily thing, but it's not more convenient than going in your pocket and handing somebody five dollars. There's nothing mm, more is. convenient than well, that. I think, I think Trav. So. I think we're getting past this stage. I think that's where everybody's kind of starting to lean more towards. There's nothing in your pockets anymore. I'm still. I got my credit cards in there. I have my taxes are uh, my whole full file taxes is in my pocket. My W9 <laughs> is sitting in there along with my 401k statement from Fidelity. Everything's in my pocket. I'm trying to do the barter system. How about you give me a hot dog and I'll give you a Pete Rose 1978 tops. How, now, why how do about you have your <laughs> You'll give them a spicy hot take on sports. Why do you have your rental agreement in your back pocket? Well, just in case. Collateral. You just never know. <laughs> you just never know. Because <laughs> I need to finance some dogs. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. No doubt. Best win of the season last night, right? They beat. They, we, we said it yesterday. They haven't beaten mm-hmm. a good team all year. Now they have. Jazz are a good team. Lakers beat them. Yeah, and Utah had everybody. So it was one of those games where they're coming off a game playing at Denver the night before. So it was back-to-back to for Utah. But go Bears playing. Donovan Mitchell is playing. Mike Conley, Joe Ingles. I mean, the whole squad is there. And I think the thing that you know stood out most to me for the Lakers yesterday, it was a, it was a point in the fourth quarter, I think nine minutes left. They're down 83-74. Trev. If I told you, if I played out a scenario for you before the game started, Lakers were down nine against the Jazz at home, you're probably telling me, okay, yeah, they're going to lose that game by 14 or 15 points. That's just kind of how the season has gone. And oh, by the way, it's not like the Lakers have kind of shown anything on a consistent basis. And then all of a sudden, it's Stanley Johnson and it's Austin Reeves that's getting a lot of playing time. And it's Avery Bradley. Like, it's some of these other guys that are not really guaranteed spots or guaranteed playing time on this Lakers team. They're the ones that kind of help ignite this run for the Lakers. Now, if you're trying to ask me and if this is what you're getting to, hey, can the Lakers take that win against the Jazz yesterday and turn it into a win tomorrow against the Pacers and then all of a sudden go into some kind of get into some kind of a rhythm here as you close out the month of January? Um, why why would we have confidence that they're going to be able to take something from this game and, and switch it on to another? I think you almost got to isolate that Jazz game and then just see what happens from here. Here's why. And it, it, it's both a compliment and not. Stanley Johnson won that game for him last night. That that that's that that's cool. It's good for Stanley Johnson that he's kind of you know he's trying to save his career, right? He's he's somebody ten that's contracts. on ten day contracts. Yep. He's going you know deal to deal. Good for him, and he played his ass off last night. He was really really good. He had some big shots. He was great. But I think we're all waiting for that that 
turn, right? You're waiting for that corner to turn like, oh, there. Okay, that wasn't that. That was one of your others, right? Not LeBron, not Russell Westbrook, not Anthony Davis, not even Carmelo or one of those guys. One of your others, Mm -hmm. this time it was Stanley Johnson. They had a really good night and knocked down some shots. I don't know if that's something – you're not going to go into the games that are coming up with Philly and Miami and Brooklyn and all these with, hey, Stanley Johnson's going to be the guy that wins this game for us. They're going to need their other guys to do it. And LeBron's been doing the best he can, but they need everyone else in that moment to kind of – be that guy and Stanley Johnson was last night well I I think what you can't depend on you're right you're not going to depend on well Stanley's going to do this again in the game against when they go on the road on the six game road trip you can't depend on that but I tell you what you could kind of bank on is hey there's a little freaking fight from the Lakers yesterday because we haven't seen that and that that's you know one of the biggest question marks that came out of the uh, we were doing our show yesterday Lakers played on Saturday night it was are they still playing for Vogel are they still fighting for the coach? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a fair, legitimate question, and the conversation's still going to go on, and it, it's not like the everything kind of calms. Maybe it calms down for a second after you get the win against the Jazz, but the reality is they're 44 games in. They're a 500 team. They're 22-22. and 22. The expectations were, you know, this isn't the Atlanta Hawks where they had a nice run and you thought, hey, they're going to make the playoffs and get a little further. No, it's the Lakers who were the number two. Vegas picked Brooklyn number one. They picked uh, the Lakers number two. Those expectations are still going to be there, and we'll, we'll just have to wait and see, Trav. I, I'm not, I don't want to get too excited about a win. I kind of want to just isolate that game and leave it alone. Beautiful. Palace Verdes and Chris. Chris, you are on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Chris? Hey, guys. Um, huge fan. Um, I just want to say something about the pizza, the reheating of the pizza. I think it's absolutely vital you have to reheat the pizza, and the best way I do it is in an air fryer. Yeah, that that's coming up a lot, Chris, on Twitter. I've seen that a lot, that the air fryer is the way to go. Oh, man, because the cheese, it melts perfectly. It doesn't melt into the pan of the air fryer, and like to Alan's point, about uh, about the pepperoni, even if it falls into the pan, it's right there. Just quick pickup, you know what I mean. <laughs> so now quick I have up. to buy an air fryer. I don't have yeah. an air fryer. <laughs> we just cost yeah. you fifty <laughs> bucks, Emily. You know, and also Emily, hold on. real quick. I saw on Twitter, Emily. Like you're so right. Like one of the best, if not the best, sports movie uh, that was ever made was made on that day. Uh, Double teamed. One of the greatest, if not yes. the greatest, movie ever. Like childhood, like memories, and <laughs> great. I totally agree with you. It also is right. the worst basketball scene of all history, but I, that's for another day. I'm going to give you a yeah. chance, Emily, to in the dump. I want you to defend your favorite sports movie because I've never heard somebody say this is my favorite movie. It's also the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. So I'm excited to hear that. Uh, let's try one more here. Let's go to Yule in Ventura. Yule, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Yule? Hey, guys, uh, love your guys' show. Um, I don't know if you guys ever had uh, Topper's Pizza out here in Ventura County. Um, that's kind of our staple pizza here that rules the county. Um, I love eating pizza cold, but until, you know, just like that last caller, until I found out the air fryer um, did, it, did its deed, it's, it's seriously the best thing that you can do pizza. It's like 350 for like five minutes, like perfect crunch still like as if you just got it out of the box, like freshly <laughs> delivered. But, yeah, shout-out to uh, Topper's Pizza Place in Ventura County. Thanks, Appreciate you. It, man. Appreciate that. Thanks, uh, you. We're, we're selling some air fryers. We should we should, we should should be a little more tactical in how we go about this and yeah. kind of think this through. We could have bought some air fryer stock before the show today. So once we figured out that air frying is the best way to reheat pizza, we could have been ahead of the curve, Al. I don't want you guys to look at air fryers as an expense. What I really want you guys to look at it is as an investment. 
<laughs> Imagine if you had an air fryer five years ago. Where would you be? Okay, I have nothing else. That was the best pitch I can make. I so we have one, and it's the size of we don't have a, one. A small car. It looks like a Volkswagen mm. Bug is yep. parked on my kitchen counter. It's, I was going to say, is it one of those that takes up sixty percent of the uh, awful? I I hate it. It's hard to clean. It's giant. It's noisy when it cooks. It also makes everything you put in it awesome. So and it, and it's pretty fast. It's not microwave fast. So it's a it's a it's, it's a tricky time to be alive in the air fryer universe. Ali, Emily, you should buy one. You you would definitely definitely like it. If I dump, have come. no room for pizza, I have no room for an air fryer. Come on. <laughs> Put it on the floor next to the pizza. There's a lot of solutions to this problem. The dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I told you I was going to give you a chance to talk about your favorite movie, uh, Double Teamed, which you've described as awesome and terrible at the same time. Let's hear it. All right. Here's the short uh, elevator pitch for the movie. So Love it. it is two twins, Heidi and Heather Burge. Uh, it's in... Palos Verdes, so one a local. Uh, they are cast by two women who don't look anything alike. <laughs> These twins <laughs> are supposed to be twi- identical twins that you can't tell them apart, but they look nothing alike. They're two completely different women. So that's starting off great. Uh, didn't realize that as I was a five-year-old watching this movie, but uh, let's go ahead with that. Um, it has the one girl wants to play volleyball, but she's convinced by the other sister to come play basketball. So then it's just this tension Drama. because it's the sister. Yeah, sister tension. Uh, they ha- they ha- they play pickup basketball in the backyard of this hotel. Their st- motel they're staying at because their parents mm. lost all their money. Another, another okay, stop line. right there. How did mom <laughs> and dad blow the nest egg? Where'd the some, money go? I can't remember exactly because I was a child, but something, like, something where they, he lost his job. So they're living in okay. a motel so that they can go to this high school and play basketball. So the older sister, who's better at basketball, twists her ankle because the younger sister was trying to push her too hard. Anyway, it all culminates in this final basketball scene, which is the worst What's basketball. the offense they're running in the, uh, at the motel? <laughs> I, I don't know. Her, 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 there's five seconds left on the clock at the end of this game to win yep. the game. And it's like she's going back and forth. She's just like going between her two feet. She's not even doing any moves. She travels. Then she passes it to her sister. A terrible pass. Her sister has to leap outside bounds to get it and then shoots it all within. It probably would not have been five seconds. You know what this reminds and they me win. of? And, and I haven't seen it. And I'm not going to lie. I don't think that I'm going to. But, but this sounds like Teen Wolf without a wolf. It's a it's Probably. a basket it's a basketball movie where nobody can play basketball that doesn't make any sense. I think you just described Teen Wolf without ever mentioning hey. the wolf. But Heidi and Heather Burge both By went the way, to the UVA, way, the so way you good just, job. The way you described the end of the game and how it was all coming down the last five seconds, sign me up. This sounds there might be a good game coming up tonight. I probably won't watch it in the NBA because of Emily's description of this game. 
I totally. want to watch you watch the movie, Al. That play would never work. You can't run a you, you can't run a backdoor screen <laughs> against that offense. That, that's just absolutely not how that thing's going to go. Disney Channel original movies do not miss. How I is that say not that. a legal defense? What if they did in a game? <laughs> it's a game like that where nobody knows anything they're doing, and a ref just calls a legal defense, and they're actually using plays. There's a replay in the game as well. I, I'm in. It sounds like it sounds like a movie on I Disney would Plus, watch. guys. On Disney Plus, let's go. Right. Let's go watch yeah. it later. I think it's going to be down in the queue. I'm going to watch. Uh, what was it? The, what was the emo movie you watched the other day? <laughs> as good as it gets. That's oh, what it is. It gets, yeah, yeah I, I think that's probably going to move uh, further up. Uh, so this may be the most Andy Reid thing I have ever heard in my life. This is okay. Andy Reid talking about the Super Bowl and comparing it to a piece of cake. Yeah, well, if you like chocolate cake and you eat a piece uh, and then you have one dangled in front of your face, you're probably going to want to eat that, too. Not much is going to stop you. So, I mean, that's how that's how you feel about the Super Bowl. I mean, that's, uh, that is that is the chocolate cake with the ultimate frosting. And then uh, mm-hmm. you're going to try to go get it if you can. What the freaking man. <laughs> I, I was feel- so good. I don't I even feel- know what the hell he said. How is that not a quote when you walk into a gym? You know, how is that not one of the <laughs> – the motivating, what is it With Notre Dame always hits like on it? their way? Like everybody yeah. has those moments in the locker room where they, they leave and it's like there's this unifying quote. How is that not in the Kansas City Chiefs locker room as they're going out to go play that game against Buffalo this weekend? I've never met Andy Reid. I'd like to because I have a feeling he and I get along really, really well. I think that Andy Reid and I would be very good friends very quick because I think he likes to have a beer here and there, and it seems like chocolate cake and cheeseburgers are a regular part of his life. So good on you, Andy Reid. Yeah, he, he knows his baller. lane. That's good news. Here's how you know you have a really good football team, Al. Raheem yep. Morris, the defensive coordinator for the Rams, is going to have an interview with the Minnesota Vikings for their head coaching vacancy. Add him to the list, right? Zach Taylor in the playoffs with Cincinnati. Matt LaFleur in the playoffs with the Green Bay Packers. And you just see one guy after the next that works. Uh, Brandon Staley across the, the Chargers. All of these guys that go on McVay's staff, they very quickly become NFL head coaches. Raheem Morris, already a head coach previously in Tampa, but this is what you can do if you come to the Rams. Do a good job, you're going to get an interview. By the way, how, you know you see this more in college football, right, where you, you kind of associate yourself with a good program and then you have some success there as an offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, and then you hope, okay, now I'm going to go get my opportunity. Uh, it is a pretty cool tree to kind of see what's happened here under McVay. And um, for all those good assistants out there, they think to themselves, well, if I go produce with the Rams, it might create another opportunity for me somewhere else. Netflix is raising their prices. Al, it is not going to be yep. charged. They're going to hit you for fifteen fifty a month mm-hmm. for your subscription. Are you going to cancel? I actually, I want to round it off. I, I'm going sixteen. I'm going sixteen. Look, there's there's a sweet spot here. There's a sweet spot of figuring out. Um, you have a monthly subscription. If somebody's paying a hundred dollars a month for something mm-hmm. every month, you're th- this could be canceled at any moment. Yeah, you know, somebody's paying. Bucks. If somebody's paying. 10 bucks a month and you feel like even if you don't feel like you're getting the greatest value out of it 10 bucks it's like all right am i going to really go through the 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 headache of kind of changing this netflix obviously is worth every penny at least that's the way we perceive it 1550s i don't think it's gonna too many people are gonna be canceling from it 799 999 1290 1550 you just keep bumping it a buck or two right of course it is and you'll never notice and it's all of a sudden you're turning it's like wait 
This is a hundred bucks a month. I thought this was seven ninety nine. You're not even going to know. You're going to be sixty five years old. You're not going to care anymore, and you can keep it moving at that point. How do people find the pod, Al? All right, ESPN app or on iTunes. Just search Travis and Sliwa. If you miss any part of the show live, you can always catch it in the full three hours on the podcast. All right. Rams getting ready to go to Tampa. They are on to Tampa Bay. Al, I cannot tell you how good of a night it was at SoFi. We'll be all over it again tomorrow. we got all your Laker stuff, all of your Laker pizza talk reheating tonight. methods. Laker talk tonight. Mason and Ireland is next.